everyone. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to the Slow It Down Boys podcast. Yeah, that's right. We got over here. My name is Mayor Shavalsky, and the right of me is Mayor Goldson. And then we got Ezra Kapnick, better known as Tiny. Yeah, so slow it down, boys. Uh, we came up with this. Uh, why do? We, why are we here? <laughs> what do I, um, we came up with this name. Uh, we want to do a podcast. Um, we felt, you know, we're, you know, myself, this is Mayor here, that we're always in a rat race of life. Trying to do this, chasing that, making money, especially we're, you know, three, uh, you know, in our 30s, 30s trying to figure out life and you know it was just like chasing all that stuff and we're starting to realize we got to slow it down exactly and um when they originally spoke to me about starting this podcast i was like this is an interesting concept but you know i'm starting to see more and more um as the kids get older and as we make it through life and things get more stressful that the more we the more i the more i push through and try to make things happen sometimes the answer is not doing more sometimes it's doing less and sometimes it's just taking taking it easy so yeah just accepting our current state accepting our reality you know we, yeah. we're running we're moving we always want to chase i feel it's like I, i'm a big you know instagram person always looking at like inspiration kobe bryant keeping move, moving forward but then it's like i don't know sometimes i'm just like damn i need to slow down. i can't do this anymore like running this rat race like that's that's how i feel and then whatever will happen will happen after that. So the general idea, I think, is to keep it uh, to 20 minutes um, and just to get basic basic points to get out, mental health, um, wellness, things that are working for people, things that are not working for people, and eventually to have some guests on the podcast that we can interview um, that are changing their lives, that are improving their lives, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um Definitely. I'm a person I love talking about, like, you know, the unknown people, the stuff that people are scared to talk about. So we'll see how, the, how that goes. <laughs> and on my, on my end, um, I've, been, um, I've been friends with uh, Mayor Goldson for, I think, like three years now. And Mayor Shavalski, we've been friends for about three days. So this is a, you know, yeah. But um, honestly, like, it's really about just taking yourself out of your comfort zone. And doing things, even if they sound stupid, and just doing them anyways, and then seeing how they work for you. So a lot of things that people have told me over the years to try, and I would laugh at them and say, oh, that's, you know, that's not going to help me. And then I, you get to a certain point, you're like, why won't I try that? And then I'll try it, and they're like, whoa, this is amazing. So these, these small little things, I feel like just the, these little steps, if you can just put one foot in front of the other, it's so powerful. Yeah, I love that. I love that, you know, yeah, taking it step by step, you know, we always have these goals, like we're taught, like we have to make all these huge goals, and like, okay, I'm making a million dollars with spreadsheets and coaches, and, and yeah, that's nice, and like, you know, you should have goals, but sometimes you just need to like, no, I don't like need to do anything right now, I'm okay where I am right now, the second, um, yeah, I think that's, you know, we all want to like, we all want to inspire the world, I know my, I shouldn't say all me, I want to inspire the world, but sometimes I'm just like, I got to step back and just be myself and, you know, live a life for me. Overcome, overcome your fears. So let me ask yeah. you a question, Mr. Shavalsky. Sure. Let's go. We're going to interview Mayor now a little bit. Tell us a little bit about what it's like building a company from the ground up and your experience with that. 
So that's a great question. Um, I actually have a company, uh, Mass Travel, Fly Mass Travel. I started when I was 24. I was married probably a year and a half into my marriage. And I was just like hustling. That's what it was like. I want to make money hustling. I love points, miles. And I just, I went at it like full force for a bunch of years. And I really built it up. And then there was a part of me that was just like, wow, this is like too much. I want to like lift things. I want to live. I want to do things. I want to do, I want to go on hikes. I want to explore the world. And I realized like, I can't just work all day. And I'm, I started learning how to delegate and bring people in to like build that. And I feel like that's the way to you know, build a company and there's so many ups and downs because there are times that I was like, okay, hey, this is never going to work or that, but you just keep believing yourself every day. And like, you don't know what's going to come, but you just put the work in. Um, it, it pays off. And, you know, even now it's still, things aren't sure everything, but it's okay. Like we're just keep going one step, uh, you know, as Tiny said, uh, Ezra, one step in front of the next. And that's all we could do. But a lot of people out there, you know, they think to themselves, I'm going to make this big company. I'm going to become successful and then I'm going to be happy. How would you say, what would you, how would you answer that? <laughs> That's always the great one. Like, Oh, I'll have, you know, I'll, when, when I have this company, when I have a huge thing, when I have a wife, then when I have kids, I'll be happy. And I mean, we know it, it says, we, it says everywhere that you, that's not going to cause you having something's going to uh, cause you happiness. Like, you know, I remember the first, you know, 150, $200,000 I made, I was like, Oh my gosh, like that is like crazy, like whatever. And, you know, and, I've made more and I've made less and it's like, okay, like it doesn't, you start realizing like this doesn't talk to you. It's like, you know, you want to pay your bills, but that that's really it. Um, and I, I think happiness comes within that's like so cliche, but that's the truth. And it's, I mean, you have to work on yourself to have happiness. Some days I'm miserable. I want to like, I just don't want to do this anymore. And then some days I'm like, you know what? I, I accept. And the days that I'm happy is when I accept myself, I accept my reality. So how do you think slow it down plays into that? So for me, I'll tell you about like three years ago, I started, you know, transformation more. I got divorced. Like I was like, okay, you know, I want to come to this different person. And I was just like ch the first like year or two really like just chasing goals. I was like, okay, I want to lose weight. Okay. I lost weight. I want to, uh, I run a half a marathon. I run a half a marathon. I want to do this. And like, I wasn't being happy day. Like, and I just like, I was chasing the next thing. And this past year I realized really just slowing it down, just being with it every single day and not not going the extra mile for me was like a huge thing to like really come more at peace with myself and like felt my body, what my body feels, what my heart feels, what my mind feels and putting it all together and saying, are these things that I want to do? Where am I in life? And re really more reevaluing myself. Now let's switch it over to Ezra right now. Ezra, tell us a little bit about what it was like for you for years of your life, having a goal of a certain amount of money that you wanted to make and then how you eventually acquired that goal. Um, okay. Um, so I think this is a very important subject more because of the, well, not be, because of the mind over matter techniques that Mayer has been teaching me about over the last few years, or actually a few months, but, um, that if you keep telling your brain something, you're actually giving yourself the opportunity to accomplish it. And I never actually believed that, but I saw certain things happen to me over my life. Um, where like I always had like a certain benchmark of a certain amount of money I wanted to make, uh, a certain amount of money I wanted to make within a year. And every time I would call friends or business people that I was close to, the first thing out of my mouth when I got on the phone with them was, how are we going to make this amount of money? How are we going to make this amount of money? And I kept saying it and saying it and saying it. And it was years. I'm telling from probably from when I was like 18 till 31. And that's when I actually hit the that benchmark. And then I was in for a real surprise because – Everything that I thought was going to happen didn't, 
or in my brain, I guess like a certain level of, oh, if I hit this level of success, then I'm instantly happy. It instantly makes me happy and it will give me um, purpose and it will give me, it will just make me feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing here. And that's not what happened. Um, so for me, but the, but the important thing of that story was really the fact that I kept saying something to myself over and over again, and then it finally happened. And um, it's happened to me other ways also, not always positive. Um, if you talk to yourself negatively, negative self-talk, that can also be like, uh, they call it self-fulfilling prophecy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. What, what do you think you were like chasing when you said, you know, you wanted that million dollars? Like if you look, like look back at it now, do you think it was like the million dollars you were really chasing? No, I don't think it was. I, I think that the, it wasn't the money. It was the, what the money represented to me. And I think what the money represented to me was success. Success right. means happiness. So it all boils down to happiness. But, um, and when people always told me, and it was always the people with money that always said, oh, money doesn't buy you happiness. And I'd be like, hey, go cry in your Audi. You know what I mean? Like, do me a right. favor. I don't want to cry in my Camry. I want to be in the Audi. I want to be in the Lamborghini. Right. So don't The Lamborghini me. has tissues. It comes with the car. I don't, I'll cry in the Lamborghini. I'll be fine. <laughs> I'm living my life, you know? But listen, at the end of the day, it's not about that. And I didn't realize that. I thought that, again, success is important and money is important. I'm not saying it's not important. I'm just saying that in my head, I always had this sort of like, benchmark if i hit this then success happiness and that wasn't the case so then i had to figure out then okay if that's not if that's not going to do it then what is so for those listening what is the best advice that we could give to each other and to one another that will allow each person individually to understand to be appreciative and happy with what they have currently that's a great uh that's a great question there hmm for me, you know, to be, you know, they always say you have to be thankful, gratitude, and, you know, if you if you have gratitude, then you know you're you're happy or you're you know you're not anxious, um, and I do think I think the the point of gratitude is to appreciating really to like look at the like life you could look at it both sides you know it's it's the, is the glass half empty or full, and when you have the gratitude you do look at like what you're grateful for you know having air just be able to be alive when you really could look at that and say, thankful I'm alive. Yes. There's other things that aren't going right. Well, agree to that. Um, I think then you could really be, be happy in that way. And I don't know who said everyone, you have to always be happy. Also. Like, I don't, I don't think something that I've been learning is like, you know, sometimes I'm angry. I used to push my anger aside and be like, Oh, I just want to be happy. Let me try to be positive, you know, gratitude. Oh, let me try it. And I was like, no, I want to embrace that anger, that upsetness, God gave, the universe gave me those emotions for a reason. So let me express them in a healthy way or whatever way it has to be expressed um, instead of suppressing them. Interesting. What's your thoughts on that, Tony? I lost my train of thought. <laughs> you got you to gotta, you gotta rephrase were you, were you slowing down? <laughs> Actually not. I was, I was, I, my mind transferred over to the dark side for nice. a second there. Yeah. Isn't Let's it, talk about that. Let's isn't talk about it crazy? That. You go on the phone. You are a completely – obli- I saw that. You were on the phone. You are oblivious to anything else that goes around. You get sucked in yep. to this device, and that's really what it is. And you, you don't know anything that's going on. Someone by, could tell way, you – that's why when you're tripping, they say don't take out your phone. Because <laughs> you get any sucked. Kind of, any kind of psychedelics, you should not be on your phone. Because you get sucked into it, yeah. and that's why you should be around nature. Because yeah. yeah. that is like the complete opposite. This phone – that you know that the the world it's a fake world there's no there's nothing real going on but when you're with nature you're with the trees that's reality that's real energy that you could feel 
Um, it's interesting you say that because think about what is coming into your phone. You're getting notifications, this news, this person was killed, murdered, uh, New York City crime rates. <laughs> right, and then your brain just has to process it, boom, 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 process, and it's working so fast. That's the, that's, that's the overload that we have and slowing it down. Like I, I just did a few months, like a month ago. I didn't have my phone for a week. And I was at a retreat and I was so freaking present, like present with life um, because I realized I, I was just, I was with me who I was, you know, with myself. Um, yeah. And, you know, I'm addicted to my phone just like every other person in New York City. Sure. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not any better, but, you know, it's just, I guess, a uh, aware, awareness of that. It's a beautiful thing. And I think that the idea of this podcast in general besides the fact that we're going to try to keep it to 20 minutes, keep it, you know, straight and just real talk, whatever comes uh, to our minds, to our hearts, is that we really want to find people. And maybe that's going to be probably the next step. Find people that are really thriving in life, in different areas of life, and interview them and get an idea of what are they doing. Because success in general leaves clues in all areas of life. So if someone's doing something and they're successful at it, it's, rep it, it's possible to replicate it. And we have sure. to see why is this person happy? Why is this person able to function all day, just happy, enjoying their lives? Because they have they have something that they figured out, you know. And everyone has their own little uh, ideas that they have figured out. And our our point of this podcast here is to bring that to the world, you know. Yeah, and I think you know, success is a such a it's such a such a big word because it can mean so many different things for for different people. Success is that money? Is that you know training? Is that a company? Is that a, a family? Is that person? Where, what does success even mean to people? Um, and I'm actually curious from listeners, you know, things people want to hear about, things that like you know just things that they're not spoken about that people just want to hear and just be like you know shed light on it because you know we live in a world that things get covered up so quickly. And, you know, we're scared to talk about a lot of stuff. Um, and, you know, that's one of the things we want to, when you slow down, you start on unwrapping, on re revealing, revealing the, the things that aren't said, the unknown. Right. So for, it's for years and years, I myself used to pray for success, financial success. And one of the things that I've been doing recently, which I find is very, very helpful for me, is I don't pray anymore for financial success. I pray now for peace of mind. Peace of mind is a much greater prayer because when you actually have peace of mind, which is a very, very difficult thing to accomplish, but it is accomplishable, then money and all the other things that you need will come with it. It doesn't, you don't have to run or chase after anything. Things will come to you. So the idea is really to get to this like Zen-like peaceful state of mind, which is accessible. And one of the things that's helping a lot of us, myself included, is doing the Wim Hof breathing in the morning different modalities of breathing, uh, going into the cold, which we'll discuss in a future podcast. We'll do on cold, cold therapy. So yeah, it's important. I think that we, in general, people will be open about how they're feeling, what's going on and things that are helping them to improve their day to day. Yeah. I think that's the key. Like what, what are people doing that want to uh, improve themselves? Like, you know, there's so much out there. There's court, you know, I've done so many self-development courses. There's you know, there's working out, there's embodiment, there's so much going on out there. And I don't think there's one specific way to like, okay, this is what you need. I feel everybody has their own techniques and their own thing that's calling to them that they want. They're like, oh, I want to do this. I want to check that out or however it works for them. Um, and yeah, I want to hear about that. Mayor, why don't you tell us also a little bit about F45 and your history with it? So F45, great. Thank you. Um, F45 is a functional 45 minute workout. Um, they happen to be, they were a client of mine back in the day 
and that's how I knew about them originally. They opened one in Long Beach. That was like right before COVID. It was 25 minutes from my house. I was getting into shape. I was like, you know what? Let me try it out. I did it. It wasn't, it was like nice. It was hard. And then, um, you know, COVID, I lost some weight and then they start, they reopened and I, I love it. And it's just, it's a workout that you have fun. There's no judgment. Anybody could come there. You could go hard. You could go slow. And it's just a fun environment. Like I used to work out and go to the gym and it was, you know, miserable. Like you got these guys, like they're flexing and you're this and the girls. And it's like, it's too much. Like here, it's like, you have your class, you go, you have fun. People are just there to have a good time. And you're not, you, you come out, uh, you come out ex excited with uh, full of energy, not depleted. Sometimes after you come from, back from a gym, if anyone knows. Right. And how would you say exercise in general changed your life? It just right now I exercise not even for the physical, not for the physical, more for the mental aspect. It like it releases endorphins and yeah, it like it just you feel better about yourself, which takes that throughout the day. And the mental, like being able to accomplish whatever you're accomplishing, th that workout that it looks so dooming and then you actually do it. You're like, oh, I could do that. And then you take that to the rest of your day. And it's it's a game. It's a game changer for me. You know, I work out almost every morning and it's at 45 and it's the biggest game changer. Now, one other thing I want to bring up, uh, Mayer recently purchased a machine, not the internet, that is delivers freezing cold ice in a tub to your house. Basically, it's called the plunge, and it's uh, cold therapy. So we're, we're actually going to get, we'll discuss more of that in a future episode. But the interesting thing is, is that it's available and it's here in the five towns. And I think that there's a real need for cold therapy here in the five towns. We're actually, we're based out of uh, uh, Lawrence and all three of us live in the five towns, Woodmere, North Woodmere. So thank you, Mayor, for offering the world my cold plunge. <laughs> really no, appreciate it. No, I actually wasn't offering your cold plunge specifically, but I'm just curious to see. You can find his address are. in the link below. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not actually offering. We'll post your, hours and admission. I just wanted to bring it up because I, I'm curious to hear what the. <laughs> so I like, to like have, like, okay, guys, like 75 hours here. That like, I'm gonna make a whole business out of it. It's, yeah. funny, it's funny that we're joking about it, but there's a there's a company that's doing it in Florida. They're called the Miami Ice Club, and I understand that they're so busy and they're opening up more locations. There's a company here. I met somebody in the bond and the what's it called Spy Eight. They bring, I believe, a, a cold plunge and a sauna to your house. They'll do both. I believe so. Oh, that's. that's I have to. We were supposed to email, um, but you're supposed to email me, but I never got it. But that's what officially they said. How do they bring a cold plunge to you? That's I don't know. They do some type of thing, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna get a cold plunge. It didn't come yet. It, well, it came. It got it was damaged. Came damaged, and it's reshipped. But we will let you know as soon as it's here. We could uh, let you. know. I just want to let some of the listeners know because I don't think everyone really understands the concept of what a cold plunge is. So I'm just going to explain it to you because I'm a type of person that hates the cold. I literally hate the cold. Everybody hates the cold. And yeah. these two mayors have been assaulting me on a daily basis, forcing me <laughs> against my will. Non-consensual. <laughs> Non-consensually to go into this freezing cold water. And originally I thought these guys are nuts. I still think they're a little bit crazy, but I'm also a little bit crazy. So that's okay. That's but um, I'll just tell you that basically the way it goes is that you go into usually you start off with um uh hot water so you get your uh, you get your body nice and warm and get into a hot jacuzzi you stay in there for a couple minutes and then you just go into the cold and the concept of it which is what I actually heard this from on uh, Tony Robbins that he said why do I go in the cold morning every morning at 6:30 a.m. no one wants to go into freezing cold water the first thing in the morning nobody cuz when I tell my brain to do something it does it right away snap yep all right well, thank you everyone for listening today it's been a great day. Uh, this is our first podcast. Hope you'll join us for the next one. It'll probably be next week. 
yeah, and if you have any questions or any recommendations, things you want to be talked about, please feel free to reach out. Thanks so much. Peace.